0: You're a vet, and you're considering making a change in your career, but finances is one of the things holding you back. You would far rather be doing another role that is meaningful to you and doesn't drain you of energy, but the truth is, your vet job is paying you comfortably. Maybe not as much as you think you deserve, but you can survive on it. And you might even have a few people who rely on your income too. How can you even consider a career change when you've got bills to pay? Nobody's paying you to retrain, and you can't exactly cut your hours in half to pursue other options on the side. How can you avoid letting finances hold you back in your veterinary career? In this episode, you're going to find out how. Stuck in your veterinary career and need help making change? My name is Steve O'Ely and my mission is to help you take the next steps in your career so you can find more happiness and fulfillment in your job and your life. You're listening to Next Step Vet. Join us on our journey to a more enjoyable life. Have you ever wondered how some other vets manage to change their careers and still pay the bills? Finances are one of the most common issues facing veterinarians, and for vets like yourself considering a career change, finances are holding you back from making change. In a dream scenario, you'd have enough money to pay the bills while exploring other options. But we don't live in a dream world, and unfortunately, most of us are relied upon for the salary we earn. We also have debt to pay, and most of us have large student loans that hang over our heads. How do you overcome these financial challenges? This week we're talking to Meredith Jones. She's a qualified veterinarian who has worked as an ER vet for over 12 years, and has had the same problems with finances as you. She's now turned that problem into a solution, working as a financial planner and certified student loan professional, helping other vets achieve their financial goals. She started the Debt-Free Vets Facebook group, is the co-founder of the Veterinary Financial Summit, and hosts the Veterinary Financial Podcast. You're going to learn... Why you need a mindset shift to avoid letting finances get in the way of making a career change. What tools you can use to explore other options while still holding on to some of your veterinary income in the short term. The surprising thing you'll learn from doing a cash flow or budget. And I'll give you one simple challenge you can do today to avoid letting finances hold you back in your career. I'm the creator of Next Step Vet, Steve O'Ealy. As well as being a vet, I'm also a career coach and podcaster. I too had money worries. While dealing with a corporate small animal veterinary job, I wasn't enjoying. Through a process of life and career coaching, I transitioned to an industry role that paid me better and gave me more work-life balance than my veterinary role. Since then, I have now become a career coach specifically for veterinarians, while still working as a clinical vet part-time. In the process, I have designed a career that works for me. And now, I'm going to help you do the same. So how is Meredith going to help you solve your financial problems? We joined the conversation with Meredith detailing how she got into that space.
1: When I was paying off my student debt, I I just started reading as much as I could and listening to a lot of financial related podcasts. And I ended up taking a financial coaching course back in 2016. And that was a year that, especially in the US, there were a lot of conversations going on around, student debt and how it was becoming such a big pain point in the veterinary profession and then also personal finance in general becoming uh, more and more of a pain point in the profession. There were a lot of conversations that were kind of going on in the ivory tower about it, but I didn't see that many conversations going on among veterinarians. So I wanted to open up a conversation about that. And so that's why I ended up starting the Facebook group so that we could have more open discussions about money and uh, employment contracts and student debt and that sort of a thing. I worked in a hybrid role. Um, the position that I had before the position that I'm in now, I was working part-time as an ER doctor on the floor seeing cases and then part of the time working on financial wellness programs. and I just really decided to go more into the financial side of things. And now I'm working with a company called Vincere Wealth Management. And so we focus on financial planning for veterinarians.
0: We all have financial worries. But what are some of the problems Meredith sees specifically facing veterinarians?
1: There's a lack of business education and a lack of financial education. It's certainly not something that is covered in vet school or if it is, it's covered in a very limited way. And so as doctors, we have a ton of education in other areas and so often when we realize that we don't know as much as we would like to about finances, we feel like we're really inadequate or some people can be embarrassed about it. But I mean, why would we know a ton about finances it's not what we went to school for right sure 100% and so other factors and and things that come into play certainly veterinarians make less money compared to other healthcare professions uh, student debt is a, a really big problem especially in the US and so we get a ton of questions about that as COVID has kind of changed the veterinary world uh, in many aspects. We see, because uh, recruitment has become more difficult for doctors, we have seen that there are a lot of crazy things going on with employment contracts uh, these days. And so there are a ton of questions about that. And then another thing that is a factor for vets is often our, our training as veterinarians, it can be up to eight years. And then for those who do an internship or residency, it can be even longer than that. And so we're starting to save for retirement later than the average person. Sometimes our financial goals like buying a house can be delayed compared to other people our age.
0: The challenge that I've experienced and that a lot of vets have Is that compared to our counterparts, you know, vet nurses, we actually earn quite good money. And on the surface, vets make good money. But if you're adding that on top of a $250,000 student loan, which, correct me if I'm wrong, is not an unreasonable sum in the States, it's really hard to put that into figures. But you know, it's a significant cut out of your salary and for the stress, that the the years of not earning money plus the stress of the job and the hours to be earning. You know, I think I've heard somewhere that the average salary of a veterinarian in the States is 90,000 US dollars. But then if you take into account the years that you weren't earning plus your your student debt, you're essentially I don't know how to put that into monetary figures, but it's certainly not 90,000 US dollars a year. So vets really aren't earning particularly good money for where they are in life. Is that fair to say?
1: It's the classic, it depends answer (laughs) because yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right that the majority of veterinarians are coming to the point of graduation with a negative net worth because of their student debt. And as you said, we're, we're starting our work lives later um, than a lot of other folks because we went to school longer um, in general. And so many vets can end up feeling like they're trapped financially because they have either because of student debt or because of the, the sort of sunk cost of the career itself.
0: If you're listening to this episode, chances are finances are in some way holding you back in your veterinary career. If you're considering changing career, what tips would Meredith have for you as a vet herself on not letting finances hold you back?
1: The thing that I would say would be reasonable to start with is kind of actually figuring out, OK, if you want a career change, what are you solving for? And so starting out with getting a clearer sense of what is the type of work that you enjoy? What do you enjoy about either your current job or past jobs that you've had? And get to know, OK, what, what are the things that you like about your your job? What are the things that you don't like about your job? and also do some dreaming about, okay, well, what would the ideal work environment look like for you? Would it be something where you're working from home part of the time? Would it be something where you're seeing cases like you have been, but you're not doing surgery anymore? What would that ideal work environment look like? And then a lot of vets are, are in a position w- whether they know it or not, where they can take some shorter term steps to kind of free up some mental bandwidth and figure out once they do that, figure out, okay, how do I bridge that gap between what I have and what I want in my career? So you may be able to either reduce your hours or negotiate what type of shifts you're doing um, for ER doctors doing less doing less overnights is, is always nice, um, <laughs> limiting your duties, if you hate dentistry, if you hate surgery, kind of limiting those things or, or pumping up and doing more of those things if you like doing more of those things. And if you can free up some mental bandwidth in the short term, then you can start to dabble more and say, okay. Am I going to go try some relief shifts in a different area, whether that's a, a different area of the country location-wise or whether that's a different type of practice than what you've been in or a different area of the profession, or do some networking and kind of free up some some time and some space to be able to get out there and and meet people, whether it's online via Facebook groups and connecting with other vets or other people who are doing the kinds of things that you would like to do with your career or that you think you would like to do with your career. Connecting with people on LinkedIn, that's how uh, that's how we initially connected, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there are some smaller conferences out there for veterinarians and a lot of those are really great networking events and ways to get to know people who are like-minded. And so that's something else that you can look into and just try to get connected socially with people who are doing something closer to what you want to do. As far as being financially trapped, you know, there may be, it may be that you have to have a bit of a mindset shift because life is short you know and so it it doesn't make sense for you to stay in uh long term in an area of the field you don't love anymore or that's not joyful for you or a position that isn't working for you and the lifestyle that you would like to live and uh, you may have to make some decisions for your own happiness that will be a pay cut initially. Not always, depends 100%. on what you want to do. You know, if, if you're a GP and you want to do emergency, then you may be making more. But uh, for a lot of folks, if they're making a significant shift, it may be a pay cut initially. And you may have to meet with someone like a like a career coach or a financial coach or a mentor you may need to meet with someone to talk through those things and help you prepare for a career shift as well
0: for people that are maybe experiencing doubts about being a veterinarian long term or particularly a clinical veterinarian i think that emergency work is actually provides you with that financial stability so that even if you are feeling financially trapped you potentially will be earning better money as an ER vet that then frees up time to then explore other opportunities. The other comment that you made was around sort of networking and it's something we talk about a lot on this podcast is networking in in particular in areas that you're interested in. If you start exploring areas that you're interested in there are potential job opportunities that you could never have dreamed possible that may come up that don't even result in you getting a pay cut. And I've worked with two clients recently who both ended up with an overall better pay package just by searching out an area that they're interested in and then that resulting in a job in that area. So I think I guess additional piece of advice would be to ignore your own limiting beliefs about what is possible in terms of pay. And yes, in some scenarios, you may need to take a temporary pay cut. And even if it is a permanent pay cut, at the end of the day, debt's not ideal, but your whole life should not be entirely driven by finances alone. If you've just listened to this advice, but you're still worried about your finances, how does Meredith help vets like you?
1: We help veterinarians all over the US. And so uh, a lot of the work that we're doing, majority of our calls are are done remotely um, with the Vet Financial Summit and the conference that is virtual. And so that's international. So anyone can participate with that. Um, on the financial planning side with Vinceer, we're often starting with a new client with just getting some kind of high level uh financial information from them and then we talk to them about uh, really what's important to them personally and financially and professionally as well because when we're developing a financial plan we want to make sure that it's designed around what their values are and everybody is different and everyone wants different things we have conversations about cash flow, some people call it budgeting, I like to call it cash flow. Um, <laughs> and then we have uh, conversations about investments and and talk about strategies there. We do talk about student debt. I am a certified student loan professional, so we go into depth with different repayment plans and strategies, and in the US it's just getting more and more complicated as, as time goes by with those things. And we also touch on other things like tax planning and estate planning as well. So it's really comprehensive.
0: Meredith does really know her stuff about finances. And I can't think of another person with a veterinary qualification, better qualified to give you financial advice prior to making change in your career. What tips does she have for you?
1: the first tip is really to get an idea of where your money is going and so going back over the last two or three months and actually tracking your spending and what your cash flow has looked like because a lot of vets may feel like their finances are tighter than what they actually are and then when we actually look with our clients at how much money they have left over after they've spent everything and, and made what they have made on production, especially since COVID, um, some of them are, are thousands of dollars per month that they're bringing in and, and not spending, and so, getting an idea of where your money is and, and then also looking at how much you have in savings as well. Second tip would be to save a pile of money. So, because if you're looking at making a career transition, you want to make sure that you've got a safety net, right? And so, we talk about having, as an emergency fund, we talk about having uh, three to six months of expenses. A lot of vets already have that because they their incomes have increased since covid but their lifestyle hasn't necessarily increased which can be a really good thing and it can actually open up some more flexibility for you where you might already have a lot in savings and i'd say if you're going from one job to another and it's going to be going from an associate to relief or associate into a different type of practice situation then you may be able to make that leap if you've got at least three months of expenses saved up. If you're trying to make a more significant transition either out of the profession or you're just like, I'm going to leave my job so that I've got enough bandwidth to figure out what I want to do next, then you may need to have six months of expenses saved up. But I think having some extra money saved up is going to open up a lot of flexibility for you. Third would be to have a student debt repayment strategy. So if you have student debt, really sitting down with either a student debt consultant specifically, because there are services out there that that's all they do is look over your student debt and look at the different uh, repayment strategies and figure out what is the best one that will work for you. Or sitting down with a financial planner who is familiar with student debt, because not all of them are but uh, ones that are knowledgeable. And when we look over student debt and repayment strategies and look at the income driven repayment plans with a lot of our clients, once we optimize the strategy, we can be saving them hundreds or even over a thousand dollars a month on their student debt payments. And so having an expert take a look at student debt and come up with what's going to be an optimal strategy for you can be immensely helpful.
0: That was Meredith Jones, a veterinarian turned financial planner. You can find her on LinkedIn or email her meredith at You can also find her at veterinaryfinancialsummit.com. And if you're needing financial advice, or even just strategies to help you pay off your student debt faster, there may be no one better qualified in the veterinary field than her. It's all well and good learning some tips for avoiding letting finances get in the way of making a career change. But how do you actually make change? In going through my own career struggles, I've developed a coaching program specifically for vets help you design a career to work for you based on the work of career experts along with my own experience in the veterinary industry. In each episode of the podcast I'll share with you one simple achievable step to help you on your own career change journey. Your next step is complete a cash flow. Next Step Accepted As Meredith mentioned Doing a cash flow is a great way to better understand your financial situation. It'll also help you make informed decisions while making changes in your career. So this week, complete a cash flow. Next Step accepted. If you need a template to help you complete a cash flow, email steve at nextstepvet.com. That's it for this episode of Next Step Vet. 3 key take homes. Do a cash flow or budget to figure out exactly how tight your finances are, where your money is, and how much money you have in savings. If you're serious about making a career change, make sure you have an emergency fund of at least 3-6 to months of essential expenses. Regardless of what you're wanting to do in your career, have a student debt repayment strategy. I'm host and creator, Steve O'Ely. Thanks for tuning in to Next Step Vet. If you're finding this podcast useful for your veterinary career, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're feeling extra generous, a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify is appreciated. In our next episode, you'll discover one tip for discovering careers you never knew existed. Spoiler alert, it has something to do with networking. If you're a veterinarian interested in taking the next steps in your career, designing a career that works for you, bringing you more joy and fulfillment, be sure to join our Facebook group, Next Step Vet. There, you'll meet a group of like-minded vets and receive actionable advice to help you in your career so you can stop feeling stuck in your job and start designing a career that works for you. The link to the Next Step Vet community is in the show notes. Next Step Vet is produced by me, Steve O'Ely. Editing is thanks to Jeremy Greater. Show theme is Symbidium by WMD. And background music is created by Soundstripe. This was a production of Next Step Vet. The Veterinary Career Podcast, helping you on your journey to a more enjoyable life.